You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands in the leisure and entertainment industries get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit nicolarowley.com for more details and read Nicola's Amazon best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I've got an amazing guest for you today, the amazing Jen Gottlieb here. I'm sure that you already know Jen, but if you don't, she has been in my radar, in my orbit for probably the last five years. She founded a company called Super Connector Media. And before that, she was actually in Broadway, National Tour of the Wedding Singer. She went on to have a hit TV series on BH1 called That Metal Show. And then after all of her great, amazing things that she did, that she was known globally for, in one week, her show got cancelled and her cheating boyfriend left her. And she turned that breakdown into a transformative breakthrough. She went on to create the fulfillment, alignment, visibility, and impact she's always dreamed of doing by finally stepping into her very own spotlight, allowing the world to truly see her. So she's now helped thousands of business owners, coaches, and experts gain the confidence and skills they need to discover their passion and be seen, which is also the name of Jen's new book. Let's get talking to her straight away. So Jen, welcome to the show. Lisa, I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm looking at Jen, by the way, with a backdrop of New York. You're always in the most glamorous places, Jen. Always seeing you speak on stages and in beautiful clothing that actually you have had some backlash on. Tell us about that, because you actually were turned down to speak at something, weren't you? Because you were too glamorous. Yes, I wish it was too glamorous. Uh, several, thank you for that. Several different stages. Yeah, I got a call. I've been, I've been speaking a lot this year. One of my main goals is, is to speak as much as possible because it's, it's what I love more than anything in the world. And so I've been working with a speaker agent and you know, also, also getting my own stages. And, and this agent that I was working with called me and he's like, Jen, um, I've been pitching you a lot and we're getting such great feedback. Everyone loves your content. Uh, there was two stages that were really big that specifically loved you but they passed on you. And I'm like, okay, why? And he's like, well, I kind of don't want to tell you why they passed. I'm like, please just tell me why they passed. He's like, well, they both said the same thing. They both said that you dressed too provocatively. He said, you're too nightclub. Too nightclub, that's a thing now. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to lie to you, Lisa. There was a second where I was like, oh my God, my immediate reaction was, whoa, do I need to change who I am in order to get stages? And that was like a probably 2.5 second reaction. And then after that 2.5 seconds, I immediately said to him, great, then those stages aren't for me. And then, you know, the, my whole message is to be seen as the most you version of you. How do you feel the most confident? How do you feel the most Lisa? How do I feel the most general? It's when I'm wearing my style. Like I love dressing up to be on stage. I don't love dressing up when I'm at home. I like being in sweatpants, but that's what makes the stages so much fun. Oh, that's what's fun. I put my, my outfits and I feel like Superwoman. And that's how I feel 
confident and like you said, glamorous and, and powerful. And I love going to these events and inspiring the other women in the audience to, you know, be you, use your style. Like that's, that's what makes you unique. And that's, what's going to make you stand out. So I said, you did. Yeah. yeah, no, if, if people don't like the way that I dress, uh, then, then that's okay. And we can pass on that stage and we'll find one that is super excited about the style that I bring to the table. And that's what it's about. Like the people that actually would want you to be there are the people that like you for being you. That's what we teach everybody all the time, don't we? Like you be the most you and your people will come to you. Can you imagine them ever saying to a man, you know, you don't, you dress too provocatively for the stage or, you know, we see so many men now just turning up for stages just in like sweatpants and stuff. No one ever tells them what they should wear. Like it's always about women. You've got a book, Be Seen. I think that this is great that you've written this book because one of the things that I've noticed watching you over the past few years is that that's exactly what you do. Like your superpower is visibility and helping others get visibility and be seen. And you had a company that I saw you kind of build from the bottom up, make amazing. Everybody knew about it. Everybody was talking about it. And then you sold it. What made you decide to sell? Mm. Yeah. And it, it, it was a really fast decision. My husband is my business partner, Chris. Uh, we we pivot very quickly. When we make a decision, we we take action quick. So it may have seemed like it happened overnight, but it, it it was funny because we we built that PR agency almost by accident. We didn't ever set out to build a PR agency. When my my husband had the company before I was involved, and the company was originally an events company uh, where Chris ran this event called Unfair Advantage Live in the city, and he would connect entrepreneurs to the media and teach them how to pitch themselves to the media so that they could become the recognized expert in their space. So him and I came together and became partners and started developing this event into something much bigger. And we started selling a really amazing program on the back end where we taught and empowered entrepreneurs to get themselves in the media. We weren't doing it for them. But then one day someone came to us and they were like, I don't want to do the program. I really would like for you to do it for me. Could you do it for me? And so we're like, okay, sure. So we started doing agency services for this one client. We got them amazing results. And pretty soon another client came and another client. And before we knew it, we had this agency, which we never really set out to build. And we, it was very profitable. It was very successful. We were getting amazing results. But at the same time as running this agency where we were representing some of the biggest personal brands in the world, we were also doing our events and teaching and empowering entrepreneurs at the same time how to do it themselves. And what we noticed in our life was that what we love is teaching and empowering and giving people the tools, giving people the real estate, like so they own it they, in order to do it. Because what we were finding is that the people we were teaching we're getting on the Today Show, Good Morning America, getting featured. They were getting all of the results that the people we were doing it for them that were paying us 15 grand, 20 grand a month to do. And we loved teaching more. And so we looked at ourselves and we were like, do, do we really like, what would happen if we took all of our energy and put it towards the thing that we love instead of spreading ourselves thin and doing everything good? What if we did one thing great. Yeah. And we had to have the courage to make a really difficult decision, which is to get rid of something that's working, which is way harder than getting rid of something that's not working, obviously. And it was, and we, we made that decision very fast. We're like, okay, let's move forward. Let's do it. Let's, let's put all of, all of our energy into the teaching, into the empowering, into, into our events and, and our programs. And we sold the agency and we never looked back and, and we're so happy. 
honestly. Yeah. And, and I've never... seen even the growth since then of, of you teaching and your message going into like helping other people get their own PR. It's the whole teach amount of fish and, and they'll do it for a much longer period of time. And I completely agree with that. So you've now decided to help even more people impact more people by writing Be Seen. Um, tell us about what made you make the decision that you wanted to be an author. Hmm. I never wanted to be an author, ever. Yeah, but we both never, it was never on my list. It was never a thing that I thought I was going to do. And the introduction of my book actually tells this really crazy story. I, I stumbled into my very first uh, psychic reading. One morning, Chris and I were walking down in the West Village, and I've never had a psychic reading before because I'm scared of them because I don't want them to tell me something bad about my life that I'm going to manifest it by accident or something by worrying about it. And, and Chris is like, come on, I dare you to go in there. And at the time I was very, I was feeling really stuck. Like I was feeling like I had lost some momentum and, and lost some of my purpose and didn't know what the next step was for me. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go. Let's go have the psychic reading. Okay. This was before the book was an idea. This was before anything. I walk in, I sit down, the psychic starts pulling out all these tarot cards. And she looks at me and she goes, you're going to be very successful on like a global scale. But what's coming to me is that you need to be seen. You're not being seen. And I was like, oh no, you are so wrong, lady. Like, you're so wrong. I'm so seen. I yes. teach people how to be seen. I, 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 I have a PR agency. Like, that's my whole thing. So maybe that's what's coming to you. Like, that's my thing. She's like, no, 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 no. You're not being seen. And I was still pissed. And I, and I left being like, Chris, that was such a joke, right? Like, I'm so seen. <laughs> and then I went to bed that night and I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh my God. I am, there is still a level of which I'm hiding. And there was, at that time, I was posting very much like filtered photos and very curated captions and not letting the guard down, not making a lot of video, not allowing people really in, not telling a lot of my story, which is, which is a really crazy story. A lot of them, the stories in my book are, are absolutely crazy. And I was keeping them to myself and I woke up and all of a sudden I, I turned to Chris and I was like, that's it. I was like, you know what? I need to write a book. Get all those stories in there. Yeah, and because writing a book would be holding myself accountable to being visible because you can't write a book and hide. No, it all comes out. I've just done mine. <laughs> it all comes out. No, and the marketing of the book is a whole exercise in being seen, a whole exercise in all of it. And I'm, I'm so meta. I'm like reading my own book right now to get my own advice when it comes to really putting this out there and not feeling, you know, moving through the imposter syndrome and the perfectionism and all of the things that come with it. But here's the crazy part. The book was not called Be Seen. It had a totally different title. I sold the proposal with a different title that I didn't really like. BC had nothing to do with it. It was all about connection, super connecting, all those things. And the things that I teach in my stories, but nothing really, it was not called BC. And I was doing a mastermind day with a few of my friends, Gabby Bernstein, Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield. And we were at Soho House. I was talking about book launches. And I said the name of my book, which was about to like literally like almost come out soon. And it had a different title. And they were like, I think it was Gabby who's like, Jen, that is not the title of your book. And oh. I was like, I hate it. She could tell. She knew. I was like, I hate this title. This is not it. This is not what it's about. This is not the promise. I'm not feeling in alignment. I don't feel good about it. And she's like, Jen, what do you teach people to do? What are you teaching people throughout the book? What do you teach people? I'm like, well, you know, I teach people how to be seen. And she's like, that's the name of your book. And then all of a sudden I thought back to the psychic be seen. She, all she could say to me was be seen. And I was like, oh my God, like be seen. Is it? I need to take that book to the psychic. I feel like you should. 
I should. I don't even remember where that psychic. It was such a random moment in time. Like I don't even remember where she was. I have to go find her. But yeah, yeah he was right. And that's the name. And the book is not just about building a brand and being seen by an audience. The book really is about having the courage to see yourself for who you really are. It's about you. Is the book in any way autobiographical? A little bit, yeah. It's yeah. every every chapter has one or two stories from my life of how I learned the lesson that I'm teaching. And usually it's a face plant or a shit to shift moment uh, where I had to learn something the hard way. And I have a crazy past. I was on VH1 for five years. I was on a heavy metal TV show. I, I love, have- I, can I just say, I saw your story today. If you haven't seen this, go go look up um, Jen's Instagram because there was a story today where she has this heavy metal show and she went to the audition and in the audition, the, you know, there's proper heavy metal people there and Jen isn't really one. And then they ask you to sing like Britney. Yes. So I had that on my resume. Like I didn't realize it was there. I forgot because it's like a funny thing that I do that it's like fun at auditions. And at this heavy metal audition, they look and they find this on my resume. And they're like, oh, Jen, will you, will you do your Britney impersonation? And I'm like, oh, this is so going the wrong direction. Like, I already lost this. I did not get this part. Okay, fine. So I, I took down the mask. I stopped trying to be heavy metal Jen. And I was like, sure, I'll sing like Britney Spears. And I started singing like Britney Spears. And when they called me to tell me I got this part, they were like, you want to know something? It was the Britney that got it for you. Brilliant. We could see us having fun with you on set. And that taught me one of the most important lessons about you usually always connect the deepest with people and make people lean in the most when you're just being yourself. Yeah. I learned that lesson again and again and again after that, but I did learn it in that moment. I got that part, not because I was the most metal girl ever, because I definitely wasn't. They could see right through me, but it was because I was fun. I was funny. I could do a banging Britney Spears impersonation. And that was enough for them to be like, I really like this girl. Let's give her a chance. And you never really know where being yourself will will lead you. You might think that you're on one path, but actually if you just be yourself, turn up as yourself and put yourself out there, you don't know where it's going to lead you. I mean, it led you to VH1, which then led you to, to MTV. And all these different places that you have been now and now doing what you're doing. When you look back at your life, at the the last kind of, 20 years of your life. Did you think ever that you would be where you are right now? No. The whole last chapter of the book is all based around the Steve Jobs quote. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. If you would have told me back when I was on the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer, <laughs> uh, that I was going to be on a heavy metal TV show or that I was going to build a personal training company or that I was going to build a PR agency and sell it or that I was going to become a motivational speaker. I would have told you, you're crazy. I always thought that my purpose was to be an actress. I That's what I like, say other people's lines, sing other people's songs, get wait for someone to choose me to be on a stage or on TV or in a movie. But it's so funny. How sometimes you think that your purpose is something, but you have to follow those, follow those opportunities, take those actions, take those risks to realize that the purpose is actually not what you thought, but something so much bigger and better than you could have even imagined. Because now I get to be on stage all the time, but it's my stage yeah. and I get to my words and I get to choose me. And for me, what I'm doing now on stage, it all finally makes sense so much more so than what I thought it was supposed to be. 
Yeah, it's about trusting the process, isn't it? You just trust that the right things will happen. You take the action and they will happen. I had Amy Porterfield on the podcast a little while ago. And one of the things that one of my audience asked is, now that you're kind of eight, at eight figures, eight figures plus, do you ever still feel like, I can't do something, or you get imposter syndrome, or you feel like a fraud, or you worry that you're not going to be able to do the next step. And I think people were really surprised when she said, yeah. And people are surprised when me, you know, I'm at multi seven figures a year, say, actually, yeah, I get scared all the time. I want to ask you the same question. Do you still get scared? Do you still fear when you need to do something new? Do you still get imposter syndrome? All the time, probably every day. I just, I told you before we hit record, I'm literally reading my own book right now because putting a book out into the world and promoting your own book is, is especially your first one, the ultimate, ultimate version of being visible and being vulnerable and being seen. And that's when all the symptoms of fear start to smack you in the face. Imposter syndrome, perfectionism, comparison, not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough, uh, all of the things. I'm dealing with it every single day of my life. And I love to also ask successful people that question. Like, does the fear ever go away? And everyone I've ever asked, <laughs> no, you just, you can get better at doing things with the fear there anyway. You can yeah. become more courageous. And the first, the whole part one of my book is called Be Courageous. It's all about not being fearless, not thinking you're going to punch fear in the face and get rid of it, but understanding that your success will come as a result of being able to do things, even though you're afraid, even though you feel like an imposter. Part of the human experience is that if you're growing and changing, there's going to be uncertainty, there's going to be doubt, and sometimes you're just going to feel like, oh my God, am I really good enough to be here? That is so normal. Yeah. If that was easy and comfortable, everybody would be a billionaire with an eight pack. And everybody is not a billionaire with an eight pack because success is hard. Next level is hard. Even when you're at high seven figures, even when you're at eight figures, even when you're above that, the next step is always scary. Always. I think that's a good thing to note because I think people always think that there's some kind of level where everything becomes easy. And actually, although certain things can become easier with experience, I think there's always a level of, of hard and there's always a level of pushing yourself to do more. And I don't think that ever really goes. And I love that um, the people that I have on this podcast, like you and Amy, you admit that because there's a lot of people that we look up to online who make it look as if everything's perfect and easy. It's just not the case. No, but here's the cool thing about that. Discomfort is always just temporary. It's temporary. It doesn't last forever. You're going to do the hard thing and it's going to be difficult and it's going to be uncomfortable, but no matter what, you're always going to end up in your bed. Always, every night, no matter what, you end up in your bed. You end up in your bed. So how do you want to show up during that time of discomfort? Do you want to show up courageously and like, all right, I feel fear. I feel it's, it's, a, it's scary. It's uncomfortable. This sucks, but I'm a freaking baller and I'm going to walk through this like, a, like as, as strong and as courageous and as brave as I possibly can. Or do you want to be like, oh, I'm so scared and not do the thing that you're afraid to do and then end up in your bed that night either way and be not proud of the way that you showed up? You get a choice, the choice. That's a good way of thinking about it. It all ends up the same way, as does life. And so we have to grab it by the horns. How can people get hold of your book? So simple. Well, you can get it anywhere, but beseenbook.com. Go there, beseenbook.com. All the stores are there. You pick whichever one you want to buy it from. Get one for you, one for a friend so you can read it together and enjoy. I wrote it for you. 
Amazing. Thanks, Jen, for being here today and for imparting your amazing wisdom. Thank you guys all for listening, as you always do. Um, I would love you to go into the group, that strategy group, and let me know what you thought of today's episode and what you've learned from it. And um, I will be back next week with another episode of Making Money Online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online. 